Welcome to this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm Pete Mazzetti. My guest this evening is Tony Shirella from the Valley Shore YMCA. Tony, welcome. How are you, my friend? Thank you so much for having me on here. Well, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for How coming down. Thanks for coming down. I'm great. I'm great. Thanks. So, Tony, tell us a little bit about yourself and exactly what you do for the Y. Yeah, so I've been with the Valley Shore Y since 2015. Okay. Um, currently, the Director of Operations and oversee, you know, all the program departments of, of the Y and, and um, and just make sure that the, the building is still there and our operations are still running and uh, getting things done. Well, the building is still there, I'm assuming? Yes, yes, we're still there right excellent, now. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. Now, how did you guys handle the pandemic from when it first started to where we are now? Yeah, you know, that was a, that was a pretty challenging time for it us. It was. Um, we decided to close, actually. We, I remember we, it was like a Tuesday. We had a staff meeting. We were talking about the pandemic, and so that must have been March 12th, and we were, we were talking about... Uh, or, or I'm sorry, the, the 11th, and we were talking about like, okay, what's the impact going to be, and what should we do? And I remember by that Friday, we were like, I think we need to close down. And then the state closed, uh, right. would have closed all the facilities down on the 16th, starting on the 16th anyway. Yeah. Uh, so we were just like a couple of days ahead of the of the um, of that mandate, and then we were closed for 93 days, and so that had a, wow. a pretty significant impact on us. And so, you know, being a mission-driven organization, we didn't think it was right to continue to charge folks for memberships when the when we could not provide our, you know, right. most of our services. So we did try to. Um, uh, or we did uh, reorganize and, and started to offer a lot of virtual programming. Mm -hmm. um, so we had daily virtual workouts, uh, about four a day, and we're one of the first wise to, to roll that out and, and email all of our members and former members of our schedule and try to get them engaged. We also did things like uh, we had a virtual scavenger hunt in oh, which cool. we had folks participate from uh, all over the world, as a matter of fact. We had over 400 people participate, oh, wow. or 400 families connect and participate in this virtual uh, scavenger hunt, but that was a pretty neat activity. And then we also did other uh, youth programmings and, and things like that during that time we were closed. We were able to open reopen on June 20th and in some uh, limited capacity. And right. so, you know, with a lot of safety measures in place, uh, plexiglass up on the front desk, mm. uh, masks, social distancing, we had to close the locker rooms for some time, you know, showers weren't available, right. but we were able to get lap swimming back going and uh, our group exercise classes uh, in the gymnasium because it's such a large space with a high ceiling right. going, going and everything. And, you know, just rebuilding from there. And, and so uh, we're still in the rebuild mode, but we're, we're, we're plugging along and every month we get a little bit stronger. And from what is, actually, what is the mission of the YMCA? Well, our, our memberships rates are age dependent and family situated dependent. So we okay. do have uh, memberships for youth. And so for a, a child under the age of 18, 18 actually 18 and under, it's $21 a month. Okay. Then we have a, uh, a young adult or, or a teen, I'm sorry, a teen membership for those who are 18 to, to 20, um, or I'm sorry, youth is 13 and under. Then we have our teen from thir uh, from 13 to 18. Okay. And it's just over $20. And then our young adults with college-age students up to 25. And our, our adult membership is about uh, $59 a month. And then our, our family membership is 92, which includes two adults and their, and their dependents. Nice. And so, it's a, you know, the nice thing with the Y is that we it's all monthly, month to month. There's no contracts. You're not locked into a year. 
you know, you can cancel any time, and uh, we just want to make it convenient for folks. Absolutely, absolutely. And from what I hear, you guys have a garden? We do, yeah. We, we, one of our, uh, our, what we call buckets is social responsibility, and so at the Valley Shore Y, we, uh, one of the things that we do for that is we have a, a pretty large community garden. Mm -hmm. We have over 30, we have 30 beds. Okay. Uh, they're all sponsored, so none of the membership dues go towards the garden. It's all uh, done through donations and grants. Awesome. Um, and it's all led by, um, mostly led, you know, uh, uh, by our, we have two staff that are, that are, that are in charge of it. Our, our director of finance administration, administration is Debbie Quinn. Okay. And she's like our lead staff who kind of makes sure it's all organized. And we have our garden uh, coordinator, Judy uh, Nibs, who's out there every day weeding and making sure that it's in good condition. And then we do everything else with our volunteers. And so. Uh, a couple Saturdays ago, we had our build day. We had 19 people come out, oh, nice. and we rototilled, weeded, rebuilt the beds, spread wood chips, and just made sure we were ready for our planting day, which will come up on May 14th this year. Very soon. Yeah, Very yeah. Very before you know, I can't believe we're already in May. I know, I know. And once the crops start to harvest. Where's the food go? Yeah, that's a great question. So, you know, we're very proud of it. We, uh, so what we do, we raise over a ton of food and we give it all away. So on Monday nights, we have our um, harvest night. And so we have our volunteers come out. We've had Vista Life Innovations send volunteers. Oh, we sure. work with different uh, organizations and just try to get them to come out with, with volunteers. They'll harvest. And then on Tuesday morning, we bring them right over to St. Mark's in Westbrook for the food pantry. Yep. And we're able to, that way folks are able to get fresh produce when they go there. and. Uh, last year, we were able to give away th over 3,000 pounds of fresh produce. Holy cow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. So we've been, this has been, uh, I think our garden's seven years, or eight years old now. So Wow. Yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty, a pretty, lot of work, but it seems like it's a lot of fun. Too. Yeah, it's great. It's great. When the weeds start coming up, that's when the work really gets <laughs> oh, kicks trust in. Me. <laughs> yeah. trust, trust me, I know. My, my, my mom, my dad, and myself ended up having to, yes, on Saturday, my dad got a thing of a couple of yards of mulch. Oh, yeah. So we ended up mulch, pulling everything mm -hmm. out. And I got home from a meeting. My dad was like, where are you going? I'm like, I don't know why. He's like, go get, go yeah. get changed. Come on out. I need, I need a hand. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. We find that many hands make light work. That's what oh, we absolutely. say. Oh, so. absolutely. But it's been great. It's been great. Absolutely. Now, for our viewers that don't know, Chris Pilato, who was the executive director of the YMCA Valley Shore, is no longer with the Y in that, Westbrook. That's right, yeah. So after nine years, Chris has uh, moved on, and now he's the CEO of the Connecticut and Rhode Island YMCA Alliance. And so in his new role with YUSA, he, mm -hmm. he's uh, like a consultant and, and provides resources and support to all the Ys in Connecticut and Rhode Island. And so Though he's not, you know, with the Valley Shore Y <laughs> right. every day, I get to see him quite often, and and, and he still is, uh, he's still as accessible accessible as as I need, and make sure that the Y is uh, still running and and uh, you know still really cares about our community. So, he's uh, I see him all multiple times a week, and he stopped by a few times. And oh, so, nice. Yeah, yeah, it's good nice. to see him. Absolutely, absolutely. That job, he's made for that job. So he's. Great. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. He's he's just. You know, he loves to help the people and, uh, re, uh, you know, investigate and research and then give folks the proper tools. And so he's, he was made for that job. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, what exactly does the alliance that he's in charge of do? Yeah, so they do a number of things. So, you know, even though we're an independent YMCA meaning, or organi an organization, meaning that we have our own board of directors, we don't get 
financial support from any any other like YMCA um, um, entity. We have to raise our own money. We have to right. we have to. Uh, you know, have to make sure that our own revenue growth is through ourselves. Yeah. But um, part of we do pay dues to to YUSA, and part of those dues to get our membership charter. Okay. And uh, part of those dues go to paying for salaries such as Chris and making sure that you know if we need to uh, engage. Uh, you know, if we're if our board is thinking about. Uh, doing another capital campaign or reinvigorating invigorating our capital campaign or doing a strategic plan that he would be able to find those resources for us. Uh, recently, it's been all about um, advocacy and making sure that we are communicating with our legislators, uh, both locally and in, on the federal level, and making mm -hmm. sure that, that you know, the why is in the forefront of, of folks' minds when they're talking about grants and funding, especially childcare funding, which is yeah. becoming a very big thing for us and in all childcare centers in Connecticut. Um, you know, it's it's just challenging to get staff, and staff want to be paid well. But in order to do that, you have to raise prices, and you got to keep childcare affordable for folks. And childcare tends to be the second uh, highest bill that families in Connecticut have. And so we're trying to you know work with the legislators to kind of help ease that that burden. And obviously, you guys do a lot of good work, especially in the community. Yeah, we try to. Yeah, yeah, we try to be. Uh, involved in the community. A few years back, we did a community assessment to find out what the needs of the community were okay. uh, at that time, and we realized, we learned that, you know, we had a, a large population of folks that were afflicted with Parkinson's disease, so we oh. were able to start a new program called Delay the Disease, and um, we had over 40 people pre-pandemic participating in that regularly, and now we're building back up, so we're right around 30 folks that, that come and, and participate in that program. Um, which meets twice a week um, during the, throughout the year. But that's something that came out of that, as well as, you know, when, when we were going through the pandemic, and even though we were able to open in June, mm -hmm. in fall, a lot of schools went hybrid or remote. And yeah. so we were able to you know, mobilize and, and turn our outdoor pavilion into an outdoor uh, classroom. Right. And we had kids from Clinton and Old Saybrook uh, out there, and uh, we had staff helping them log into their Chromebooks and helping them make sure they got on their Zooms properly and making sure they were getting their work done. And then they got to go, you know, play out, you know, play outside and play soccer and go there swimming in go. the pool and stuff. And so that was a really neat, neat program for, for the fall. Now are you guys open to full capacity? Yeah, yep, we are we are back at full capacity. We uh, the only thing that we still have is we now we still have reservations for our group exercise classes. Okay. And that's mainly just because our those classes are filling up right. and we want people to know if they have a spot before they come all the way down to the Y and and try to get into a class. And so it just helps people with planning. But other than that, we are back to uh, back to what we were doing. And as a matter of fact, we are now offering more swim lessons. More children are taking swim lessons today than they were pre-pandemic in 2019. Really? Yeah, it's, oh, cool. it's pretty neat. It's pretty neat. And you guys have a new center that just opened as well. Yeah, our our new Brady Wellness Center just yeah. opened on February 21st. All right. Um, it's a brand new state-of-the-art fitness center, fitness and wellness center. Uh, so uh, if folks remember, the fitness center used to be downstairs. We closed that off. We have all brand new equipment. So all of our treadmills and elliptical machines are all brand new up, upstairs, along with all of our strength and conditioning uh, pieces of equipment. And we have a big functional training space right in the middle, too, for folks to utilize. And so, Oh, cool. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Nice. It's neat. And it's just transformed the, the whole energy of the Y. And so it's... Um, it's right there, right by the lobby, so it's on the same level, so folks don't have to go up and down stairs anymore, they don't have to worry about that. And it's bright, it's, there's a, it's a big space, the equipment's brand new, and it's just, it's just a great uh, facility for folks to come in and work out. And 
and see their friends and then hang and be social while they're working out as well. Exactly. Now is everything at the Y on one floor? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty so much. We still have our racquetball court downstairs, okay. and and that's that's the only thing that's really down there. And our, we do have a private personal training room down there for folks that don't want to do personal training on our in our wellness center floor. Okay. Um, but other than that, it, it, the, everything else is all on that one floor right now. Tony, would you mind sticking around for another segment? Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right, we'll be right back. Thank you. Community TV. Your neighborhood TV. Publicly funded and a reliable partner for cable companies nationwide. It provides transparent coverage of local and state government, education, and public programming. A digital town green that can be watched anywhere, anytime, and on any device. Watch us on today's high-tech distribution methods. Community TV in Connecticut. Local. Unfiltered. Reliable. And, and yours. yours. Selling your home for quick cash? Not so fast. Better Business Bureau recommends researching investing companies before you do business with them at BBB.org. Make sure the company has an official name, phone number, and physical address. Read customer reviews, keeping a close eye on any complaints or reports of dishonest dealings. Remember, scammers prey on a seller's desire to make a quick sale by offering deals that seem too good to be true. When considering an offer, ask plenty of questions and don't settle for vague answers. Don't let anyone pressure you into making payments off the books. Welcome back to this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm Pete Mazzetti, sitting here with Tony Shirillo from the Valley Shore YMCA. Tony, welcome back. Thank you for having me. Thank here. you. Hey, Tony, we were talking a little bit about, before the break, the Wellness Center. Can we maybe talk about it a little bit more in, in the beginning of the segment? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So back in 2017, our board of directors decided that, that we should embark on a capital campaign and start to work on our, on our facility. So, okay. Uh, our facility was built in 1975 and it was well loved. You know, we've had over a million visits. So if you could imagine what your house oh, would look wow. like after a million people have been through it, it, exactly. it, it gets a little worn. So we decided to undertake that. And then, uh, you know, obviously when the pandemic hit, it kind of, you know, changed our approach a little bit. But we, we, we decided at that time that, you know what, we are going to continue with our fundraising effort, efforts. We had a lot of donors step up uh, and, and, and make sure that the that our vision was still going to be able to come true. And so we decided to break our full plan into different phases. And our first phase was our Brady Wellness Center, named after our lead donor, uh, Robert Brady, okay. or Bob Brady. Um, and so uh, we started construction about one year ago today. And so okay. it was a very aggressive construction timeline. It, we had to fill in the old pool, which was, um, you know, we weren't able to repair. So I know right. that there are some folks that remember that pool and are, and, and are sad that it's gone, and as we are too, but we had a number of organizations come in and take a look and they were just like, there's nothing you can do with this space but fill it in. Yeah, right. Um, and so that's what we decided to do and it, we, to, to utilize that the big open area with the big beams in there and really highlight that area. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, we were able to pull it, pull it all together and open on February 21st. And so- oh, nice. Uh, it's been it's been a wonderful addition to the Y. Yeah, it's been great. It's been great. And now, one thing I, we didn't talk about in the first segment: what are the hours of the Y? Yeah, so we are now back to pre-pandemic hours, and so okay. we open now at at 5 a.m. and we are open until 9 p.m. Monday okay. through Friday. Wow. And Saturdays and Sundays we're open from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. Okay. And it's a little bit shorter on Saturdays now, but a little bit longer on Sundays to kind of make up for it. So. Exactly. Yeah. And the wellness centers open the same hours? Yeah. Everything when the Y is open, everything is is generally open gotcha. as long as uh, everything is uh, you know we don't have a program in place, and so we do a lot of 
birthday parties and, and youth activities and stuff. And so every now and again, we have to, to close things down or share the space. Right. Um, one of our larger popular uh, activities is our Friday night kids night out for kids that are eight to, to 13 now. Nice. And they come on, their parents are able to come drop them off the Y and they have to go in the gym and play gym games, dodgeball, they can do arts and crafts. Cool. We have STEM activities. They go swimming in the pool. Um, and just are, are there at the Y having fun and have the run of the place while being supervised by staff and right. and, just, and so parents can go and eat, go shopping or yeah. go have dinner and right. just kind of have a quiet night for a little bit. Hang yeah. out. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Hang out here with my kids. I'll be back in a couple hours. That's it. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. Absolutely. Absolutely. There you go. Yeah. So what else we want to tell people about the Y? Yeah, you know, so that was our, that's the work that we did inside. The other exciting part that we did yeah. starting last year is we did a lot of work with our outdoor uh, facility where our camp is hosted. So we have a camp called YMCA Camp Shore during the summer months. Okay. Uh, we built a brand new climbing tower that was built, uh, that was completed in July of last year. And so we're looking forward to having a full summer of uh, being able to utilize that. And the campers just love to challenge themselves on, on that and, yeah. and, and try to see, you know, if how high or how fast they can climb up the tower. Mm -hmm. uh, we renovated our pavilion and so we placed the roof and we built our uh, camp office and put some windows in there and just really kind of, uh, uh, again, just spruced it up, made it look nice and, and kind of represents the work that we do in there. And then behind the pavilion, we built a brand new basketball court. And so it's a whole new pad, it's painted, it has two break, you know, glass uh, breakaway rim basketball hoops on the side. And it's a really nice feature to have. And so that was built and completed after camp. So we're really looking forward to seeing that in use this year. And now in now that it's May, we're going to start doing redoing all the landscaping out in front of it too and just making it look really nice and making it look attractive and, and like a uh, property that you want to send your kids to camp. To. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's got the it's got the breakaway backboards. Oh, yeah. So in case yeah. you want to go dunk. Yeah, 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 exactly, <laughs> exactly. Please don't dunk on them. Yeah, yeah. okay. All right, yeah. <laughs> yes, don't yes, do yes. it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> don't don't don't. But do we're it. excited. The kids are going to love that. So it's yeah. colorful. You know, it's not just a black piece of pavement. It's like right. you know, we use our camp shore colors. So it's yeah, we're really excited for that. Now, one of the other cool things that people don't know is when you're driving and you're going towards the shoreline, and you're in Westbrook, and you look on the si look on the side of the highway. Yeah, you see this big piece of property. What is it? Yeah, I know what it is, yeah. but I see it every day on my way home. Yeah, so one of our initiatives was to, uh, to uh, cut down our energy dependency, and so we built a huge solar field out there, uh, which has been just, it's starting, we're starting to see now the, the benefits of having that field out there, and it powers, it's able to generate enough power to power the Y, as well as enough to, to even sell back to the grid, so it helps the, the, the uh, grid stay stable in the summer months as well. Um, it, it was an initiative, again, we're just trying to make the Y more energy um, conservative and, right. and, and we're just trying to be more energy conscious. And so uh, we got a little bit of work left to do on that one too, because again, that was being built and then COVID hit and we haven't finished uh, some of the landscaping that needs to go along with it okay. to, to, make, to make it nice and pretty. And that's going to be done as well in the next couple of weeks. And we're, we're just really excited about that. And uh, you know, our partners, Green Skies and, and, um, and Eversource and helping us make that happen. Now, how do they figure out as far as 
energy use? How do they figure that out? Yeah, so there's, there's a whole bunch of <laughs> meters and panels that I don't really understand in the yeah, back right. of the Y, but I do know where the power, the kill switch is, just in case we need that. But, oh, uh, do you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. We have to be all be trained on where that is. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so there's, they just have a bunch of meters and stuff back there. But now it's everything is kind of electronic. Yeah, I'm sure they just kind of just. Yeah, everything digitalized. Yeah. So you know, all they got to do is hit the button. Yes. There yep. you go. You're done. Exactly, exactly. But that was a part of our, that was a large part of our initiative, but we also have converted our propane uh, Dectron unit, which air conditions our pool, to natural gas. We upgraded all of our lighting to LED lights and including nice. our parking lots. We made, installed timers to make sure that things are going on and off properly. So just trying to become uh, more energy efficient. Cool. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You guys are up to a lot of good stuff. You know, it's always just, it's always exciting at the Y, that's what we say. And so, our, you know, we're, we're always trying to, to figure out new ways to, to improve and new ways to help the community. Now, as far as summer camp goes, is it full or is there, is there, is there room? Yeah, so right now we still have some room for summer camp, but okay. the enrollment is, uh, and our registrations are way up over last year. So oh, excellent. Uh, last year was the largest year that, that, that we've seen in about nine years. And uh, this year we're out pacing that right now. And so it's, uh, we're really excited and looking forward to the summer. Uh, we have an opportunity as well to collaborate with uh, Clinton Public Schools and, and, have, and work with them. And so okay. uh, we're putting in our, our application uh, for our summer expansion grant this week with the state of Connecticut. Right. And uh, we're hoping to get funding for that program again. We did it last year and it was just a great way for you know, the kids that are in need to get some education and schoolwork done in the morning at Clinton, get bused directly over to us at, at camp, eat lunch, go swimming, and then play camp games, and then the buses take them, you know, take them home after the end of the day. And so cool. It's, it's a really great program. So we're really looking forward to doing that again. And obviously, you get, you've got to go and fill out the paperwork for the oh, state. Oh, yes, yeah. All the good fun grant application. Papers. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. And the window of time is pretty, is pretty tight, but that was to be expected. So we're, we're, we're prepared, we were prepared for it, and so our application is pretty much complete. So. Now, as far as summer camp, does it run all day? Yeah, great question. So uh, we run about 11 weeks during the summer. So the last uh, week in June, which I think is June 27th this, this year, sure. and we'll go till August 22nd, maybe if that's a Friday, around that time. Um, and then we are camp, our main program goes from 845 to 415 every day. Okay. But we have AM care or before camp care and then after camp care. Uh, before camp care starts at 7 and after camp care goes until 6 p.m. Okay. And so folks are able to, you know, if they have to get to work or, you know, uh, drop their kids off a little bit early and they can play games and hang out at the camp property or uh, stay late and get a snack and uh, same type of thing, play games and just kind of hang out and then go home. Sounds like a really fun day. Yeah, it is. It is. I'm sure you've, you've observed it during the day. Yeah, and I come from a camping background, so camp always has a special spot in my heart. So I was going to say, yeah. tell us a little bit about your background. That's, we, that's another thing we didn't talk about in the opening. Yeah, I started working in the YMCA movement back, I don't want to, you know, back when I was <laughs> in high school in 1997 and, uh, uh, you know, worked at, at, at YMCA Camp Ingersoll in Portland, Connecticut. And okay. Love that experience. You know, I was able to first. I worked with what they call the middle boys, which was like the, you know, the the fourth and fifth grade boys, and and uh, you know, it's kind of like a Lord of the Flies back then. No, you know, you go oh, up yeah. in the woods, and we just had a great time. It was it was excellent. But you know, I was able to move up, and really, the most impactful experience I had with that was I was the teen adventure camp counselor one summer, and we got to take kids whitewater rafting and. Uh, rock climbing up in New Hampshire and uh, camping for uh, week-long periods of time and it was just it was just a great great program and it really 
you know, I really learned to appreciate the impact that we were having on kids and uh, the impact that the Y was having on folks. And so I, when I went back to school, I shifted my degree from engineering to youth development and, or developmental psychology and uh, got my degree there and, and started my, my YMCA career at the Northern Middlesex Y in 2001 as a youth and family director and just, you know, made my way through. Nice. And here I am, yeah. And here you are. You, you like where you are in Westbrook? I love it. You know, yeah, one of my passions is I always try to just help people and do good things, and I truly believe in my heart that's what we're doing at the Valley Shore Y, is, is we've got a group of people who want to do good things and want to make a positive impact on the community. All, everybody from our board of volunteers, our board of directors who are all volunteers, all the way up to our paid staff, you know, we all have the same shared mission, and we're trying to just get things done, get it done. So. How many staff do you have? So we have uh, uh, 10, yeah, 10 full-time staff and okay. about um, about 10, just under 10 uh, full-time staff and about 80 part-time staff. So, okay. You know, and that's, that's, that's our big challenge is finding part-time staff right now, but, yeah. you know, we're, we're constantly trying to work with the school systems and develop different pipelines to get them in here. I was going to say it's tough to find people who want to... Work. Yeah, it is. It <laughs> is. But you know, when you're doing good things, you know, you you find the right people, and it's, it becomes contagious. It really does. And Absolutely. so they tell their friends, and then we, you know, that's the best part about it is when oh, groups yeah. of friends come and start working together. It's, it's it's wonderful. So I know a friend of mine was the one of the directors at Bushy Hill. Oh yeah, and yeah. Ireton. Yes, that's yeah. A, that's a big pro big that's a property. A, big as a matter of fact, yeah. Glenn from Bushy Hill was here not long ago. Oh okay, we had a, excellent talking about that that's a that's a good program yeah they, they are they i hear very good things about their program yeah it has a, a great reputation absolutely and of course you guys are with the programs are all programs are all open to the public all they got to do is go and register online you can't just walk in and say i'm here yeah so you know if we have an opening we'll take you but uh yeah we always recommend pre-register pre-registering -register, pre only because right now our programs are just being filled to capacity pretty regularly so you can visit our website at vsymc.org okay. and see what we got available and uh we'd love to have folks and and love to meet people and have them come in and see our new new facility. And on the on the website, what can people find? What kind of information? All Every, sorts much of information. Everything? Yeah, everything from our membership to what our amenities are, what you have, and the benefits of having being a member to all of our programs, our after school programs, our youth programs, our group exercise schedule uh, is is also on there. So you can see what type of programs that are all included in the membership oh, and cool. part of that whole thing. So, cool. well, Tony Schuler from the YMCA, thanks for some time, and we'll see you again soon. Well, I appreciate it. You Thank you very it. much. Thanks, Tony. On behalf of Tony Schuler. I'm Pete Mazzetti. Thanks. Good night, and we'll see you next time.